Okay, pardon the uh, road noise here, um, but this is a new thing that I was going to start doing. Um, I recently got my license back, so it's something I've wanted to do for a while, but I just wasn't able to do the fact of the illegality of it all. But what I was wanting to do is um, do like a weekend drive, like a like a Friday night. I was probably be Friday nights or Saturday night drive, depending on what nights I have um, what nights I have available, and then just kind of talk about. You know, talk about everything that we've heard, everything that's been going on throughout the week, and you know, kind of in a in a less uh, serious sense, and maybe a more like I don't know, conversational type situation, as opposed to so you know, me staring at news headlines and talking about news headlines. So I don't know. We'll see how it works out, and if it gets received well, we'll continue it. If not, we'll try something different. But as of for right now, we're gonna give it a try. And this is the inaugural inaugural episode of that of course um our drive is going to be um from salem iowa which is where i live to sheridan iowa which is about an hour and hour and 30 minutes away from here um i probably won't be on here the entire hour and 30 minutes there may be times where i pause which you won't have to wait on you know i'll just skip over to the next one so um i don't know how long the episode will be we'll just kind of figure it out from from there but uh anyways so there's a lot to talk about this week um as most of you probably already know um some interviews with uh woodward and uh donald trump have surfaced um they were taped interviews that he did for his book his upcoming book rage which i believe comes out tuesday um they're they're awfully damning and I and I don't know how in the hell it ever even happened where these were ever on tape. I can't believe that Trump did it, first of all, agreed to having them recorded, and then I can't believe knowing that he was recorded, he admitted to some of the things that he admitted to. Um we'll just get right into it. Um on these tapes which I'm not, you know, at my desk, so I can't play you the audio, but um, in, an, in the next episode where I'm at home, I'll definitely play the audio for you to listen, or you can go on YouTube and listen to the audio. It's all over the place, um, if you haven't already heard it. Anyways, so, the uh, in this audio, uh, Trump, in February, early February, is admitting to how serious virus is and talking about how deadly it is and and instead of, you know, his his normal uh, comparing it to the flu and saying it, and oftentimes it's not as bad as the flu, in this audio recording, prior to him ever telling the American people that, he said it's very serious. It's five times as serious as the flu. And it's going to kill a lot of people, and it's it's easily uh, easily distributed, and it's it's easy to catch, and yada yada yada. All of this stuff. All the stuff that he denied, you know, when he was making fun of people that were taking it too seriously. Um, to me, this is negligent. It's it, it, it's on the borderline of homicide, honestly. Um, the fact of the matter is, is he knew how deadly it was long before anybody else and he said nothing in fact in the next recording they released he had admitted 
to downplaying the virus and said he wants to continue to downplay the virus to not um, to not stir up panic. To not stir up panic. Donald Trump, give me a fucking break. To not stir up panic, this is the guy that's been trying to stir up panic his entire presidency. Whether it's Antifa or fucking Black Lives Matter or whatever these liberal, coastal liber liberal provocateurs coming to wreak havoc and all of these things. This guy feeds off of panic. This guy was trying to wish it away, trying to wish away a pandemic in hopes that maybe if he kept it quiet and maybe it will go away, it wouldn't hurt his re-election chances. This is all about Donald Trump. Everything Donald Trump has ever done has only been about Donald Trump. Plain and simple. He's also on record, and this one I don't think they have recordings of, but he's on record, you know, calling uh, generals and other military leaders losers and suckers and Marines, losers and suckers, and and calling uh, some of our military officials pansies and pussies and all this stuff. Guys, if this isn't enough, what will it be? What will be enough? This has got to be the straw that breaks the elephant's back. It just has to be. It has to be. Let's think about this. Our president whom you trusted a lot. And you know what? Trump supporters should be the most pissed off about this. Us liberals, we expect it, and it does not surprise us. It does not surprise us that much that he would do this because we already know how big of a snake he is. We didn't buy in to, uh, you know, to his lies like his supporters have. His supporters have been now completely betrayed and, and their name has been besmudged. Because if you think about it, these guys have been backing him up solely on his word. Solely on his word. I gotta take a left. I'm sorry, I don't know if you can hear the GPS lady talking or not. Hopefully not. But if you can, I guess, I guess that's part of it. There she was again. Hopefully you're not hearing that. But if you are... Um, I apologize for that. But anyway, so he has besmudged your name and he's besmudged your word because you took him at his word and then repeated his word over and over again as if it were fact. Now, if that were me, I'd be very angry. I would be very angry. And this is not a right and a left thing. This is not a progressive or conservative thing. This is a right and wrong thing, not a right and left thing. It's right and wrong. And he is wrong. He was wrong to withhold information. Information that we could have used to better prepare ourselves and better protect ourselves and to maybe stop this, the widespread fucking um, spread of this. Like it's, it's, um, oh shoot, there's a car on. I don't know what's going on up here. Hold on. I apologize again. There's probably going to be a lot of this. Well, all right. Here we go. Okay. Well, we had some flashing lights up ahead, so we had to get around those. But anyways. All right. So now, now I think she's done talking. Okay. Um, 
I think uh, in the future, I'll probably have to do things that I don't have to have a GPS uh, so we don't have her interrupting all the time. But I think I'm on a long stretch of highway now that'll be pretty much uninterrupted for at least a while. All right, yep, she just said 41 miles, so yep, we got plenty of time to do some talking now. Anyway, so, so now we've got, we've got uh, Donald Trump withholding specific information that would have been very, very useful uh, for us to really, to really better prepare ourselves, better protect ourselves for the oncoming uh, pandemic that has sweeped across this nation, killing over 200,000 or nearly 200,000 people. Um, you're talking about, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of lives. Possibly could have been saved. Everybody's like, well, it still would have got it to some degree. Yeah, but had we prepared ourselves like South Korea? I know if you've listened to any of my other episodes, you've heard me talk about South Korea and um, Taiwan's another one. Or if really any other country other than maybe a couple, um, you're looking at like numbers. Well, South Korea got their first case the same day we did, January 20th. Now, um, they ramped up testing, they isolated, they informed their public, they, and, you know, they imposed mask ordinances, and they did these things because they've dealt with pandemics over there. Being over there in Asia, it's not their first time. It's not their first rodeo with something like this where it kind of really was ours, at least one to this magnitude. But had we done that same thing? Now, remember, they got their same case, their first case the same day we did. Um, now... Obviously, they're they're a smaller country, so you got to take that into consideration. When I looked it up, there um, we have uh, it's about six times, not quite six times the amount of people. So let's just say six times the amount of people. So any number they have, you have to multiply that by six to put it to scale as to how it compares to the United States. Okay. That being said, their death toll right now is under 400. It's actually about 320. 320 people <laughs> as opposed to our almost 200,000 people. So you take three, your three, let's just say three, let's just say 400 to be easy. Times six. 3,200 people? No. 2,400 people. 2,400 people is what, uh, what that would be had we done the same thing as them. Um, we're populated at about the same density as far as our cities go. Actually, they're a far more densely populated country. But as far as like their cities go, we're about the same density. Um, so there's not there's not any like variables there. So you're looking at that's the job they did as opposed to the job we did. That's that information I'm talking about. They gave their they. You know, they rolled out to their public. They imposed ordinances. They implied, they put testing out there right away, knowing that the people were going to know that there's a pandemic if they're doing all this stuff. But they thought that was more important than their, uh, you know, their prime minister's reelection. They they thought that their maybe their people's public safety and health was more important than um, than reelection for their prime minister. Which I happen to agree with. Um, nobody's re-election is more important than people's lives. 
that Donald Trump put his re-election ahead of your life and ahead of my life, ahead of everybody's lives. He did it for his own political gain. Not for anything else. For his own political gain. And now there's evidence. Now there's receipts. There is him and it's audio. It's not fake. It's not doctored. It's raw audio of a interview. It is real. It's not fake news. I'm not going to hear it. I won't listen to it. It's real. I heard it with my own ears. I've seen it with my own eyes. It is real. All of you. It's pathetic that I have to be that thorough when saying something is real, but you have to be because Trump supporters, I'm sorry, but you guys have drank the Kool-Aid, man. You drank it. You, it was so good, you went back for seconds because you have lost your goddamn minds. It's, and and, and it, there's still time to redeem yourself. Get out there and vote. Get out there and vote for Biden. He cares. He cares whether you live or die. Your president right now does not. <laughs> it is that simple. Hate everything else about Biden. But he cares if you live or die. Donald Trump does not. To Donald Trump, you're a vote tally on a piece of paper. That's it. That is what has to happen now. And if this isn't evidence that that needs to happen, I don't know what is. He put the entire nation in harm's way for the purposes of himself. That should be enough. He put your life, he put your kids' lives, your grandchildren's, your grandparents, your mothers, everybody that you care about. Donald Trump rolled the dice on their lives. He he bet with their lives that this pandemic would go away before anybody noticed, and he was wrong. He lost it all. And now there are 200,000 lives, people that other people miss right now. Other people, other people are crying at night over. These people, these were human beings, people. And they're gone now because Donald Trump wagered their lives for political gain. Let that sink in.